What's up, you guys? Hello. I'm Joanna. And I'm Emily. And this is Sister Combo. Cue the intro. All right, you guys. So welcome to another episode of Sister Combo. And this is our Let's Talk Sis cocktail edition we y'all know we usually make like some form of a cocktail or a drink I am currently not drinking that much stomach issues it's a thing um but we did like go ahead and film ourselves making our cocktails for this episode Emily what did you make it was super fun by the way I loved this project um Mm -hmm. I made an apple teeny because that's me um (laughs) And I like this has a it's got to be like one of the first TikToks like I've like seriously sat down did frame for frame made and then voiced over mm-hmm. so much fun uh loved this drink super strong but the finish beautiful how it you Joanna so, it was so cute like I was showing everybody in the office like she sent me the rough cut and I was like oh my god I was like so proud proud mom <laughs> um, And I did, and you can make this a mocktail because technically you don't have to have either of the alcohols in it. Mm -hmm. Um, Just throw some ice in it and you're good to go. I got, I made an elderflower, a blueberry lemonade elderflower spritz. Sounds real fancy. Sounds so good. It was actually really good. Um, So it just has gin, elderflower liqueur, and this blueberry, this sparkling blueberry lemonade uh, drink that I got from Ralph's. So if you guys want to see them, go on over to our Sister Combo Instagram. It's literally at Sister Combo Podcast on Instagram. Um, and then we'll be posting it on our personal Instagrams if you care to follow us. Our videos are very our personality, so you'll kind of know which side you sway based on our videos. True. Um, all right, let's get into the woman of the week. Emily, take it away. Yes, since it is Women Appreciation Month, we thought we'd give a little shout out. And this week we are talking about Katherine Johnson. You might know her story if you've ever watched the Academy nominated. Oh my God. I always mess up. It was nominated for three Academy Awards, Hidden Figures, Taraji P. Johnson. She did Henson. <laughs> I keep wanting to say Taraji P. Johnson, but it's mm. Taraji P. Henson. Yes. <laughs> um who played her it was hidden figures she was one of or part of the group that allowed the first space to go in or space shuttle to go into orbit Mm -hmm. super fucking cool super amazing lady and she did it back when segregation was still very much a thing Mm -hmm. and she did it as a woman a black woman and we love her yes and they always try to make it seem like segregation was so long ago Literally, she she just passed in like 2020, right? Yes, she did. What 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 age was she when she passed? She uh, was she was a hundred and one. Oh, okay. Because she was okay. born in 1918. Yeah, so it wasn't. It honestly wasn't that long ago that like she's paved the way for a lot of women in her field. A lot so, of people, like that happens a lot. Everybody wants to like play this segregation thing is so long ago, but the first black woman who went to public white school is only 63 exactly yeah Uh that's why that's low-key like why they play a lot of um civil rights 
rallies and movements in black and white to make it seem like it was long. It was far farther in history than it actually was. Isn't it so interesting that we can't make or that we do that, but at the same time, we're like, oh, but World War II in color. Check this out. Exactly. And it's so great. So side side note onto that, there is this movie called, I think it's called Alice that's coming out with Kiki Palmer. Y'all know I hate watching slavery movies and like movies like black trauma movies. Mm-hmm. Like I hate watching them. I won't do it. I know what's going on, but like, why should I put myself through that gruesome when we, there were other things we were known for. Right. This movie, Alice, is something that I would totally watch. And it's basically... It's about this woman who gets out of who basically kind of time travels to the present day when she was in slavery. So she was like in the height of slavery. She somehow time traveled to present day where black people are free and she's experiencing. It kind of sounds like that movie Antebellum. No, not that. She basically um, finds the person that she was enslaved by because he's still alive because they thought that she died and she was like, basically in the trailers, like, hi, it's Alice, the woman that you owned. And she's basically is going ham on the civil rights movement of like her remembering what happened and kind of, yeah, I'm go watch the trailer of Alice. I'm going to go see it. I'll literally be there opening day because that's, that's some shit that I fuck with. I want to see, uh, I, I might go see that. I really want to go see her in the new note. I don't know. That Jordan, that new Jordan Peele movie. I think it's super, I think it's going to be good. Jordan Peele likes to make a lot of emotional movies, so I'll be debating. I don't know. Kiki Palmer's going to be in. I believe it's about aliens. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't like sci-fi movies like that. But you tell me how it is. I'll watch the trailer and we'll see. All right. Anyways, so this week's episode, we are diving into a... Honestly, I'm not sure if it's woman-produced, but I know it's basically an all-woman cast with the exception of a few males that intertwine um, called Dollface. One of our favorite Hulu TV shows that we've watched. Exactly. Hulu has been hitting with the original content. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like that. And then uh, we'll kind of like get to this in our what the fuck of the week. But like Disney's been hitting something different too. Like everybody's just trying to get after us emotionally. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So actually, let's dive into that. Emily, what's your what the fuck of the week? I want the fuck of the week is why is Disney coming after me emotionally? <laughs> I watched that new Turning Red movie and uh, I bawled my eyes out. And it's like, I don't even have, you know, like I'm a white woman. So I don't know like a lot about like Chinese culture or like, you know, all of that. And I won't even start to claim that I do. But mm. like, I know the feeling of like certain topics where it's like tough for like me to talk about or my mom to talk about or shit even my grandma to talk about and I watched that movie with those two Mm -hmm. and it was just so emotional like I don't know what happened it like just grabbed me by the throat (laughs) I cried and I cried really hard and I really liked that movie so I saw a tiktok that was saying like, oh, like all the Mexicans are like all the Mexicans were triggered in Encanto and in Kento. And they're like drinking wine and they're like the pe- all the Asian, like Asian kids running into the room saying, like, why is Disney coming for us? And it's like, oh, you ain't noticed what's gonna happen to y'all? <laughs> like basically, like, we were attacked. It was only a matter of time before y'all were attacked. What the fuck is up with Disney and generational trauma? Come on. They're trying to be woke. 
Disney ran away from being woke for so long. And I'm just like, what are they going to do about African-American, like, black folks? Like, what are y'all, like, hmm. Right, because so far all y'all got is fucking uh, Frog Princess. Frog Princess and the Frog? Princess and the Frog. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. Put some respect on Tiana's name. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I mean, that wasn't even, like, a thing thing. Like, it was good, but, like, she spent most of the movie as a fucking frog. Anyways, I did cry when I saw her at Disney. It's okay. Um, Anyways, so we wanted to mostly talk about this movie because it is woman. It is um, Women's Appreciation Month or... And this movie, or this movie, this TV show had two seasons. And I think we're going to talk about both of them, but more mm-hmm. focus on the second season a little bit more. Um, because I think Emily and I resonated with, like always, we love the show, but we like it for two different reasons. Completely two different reasons. Yeah. So, Emily, you want to share yours? Because I low-key don't remember what mine was. Well, the first, uh, like, the first season resonated with me personally. Um, I feel like the second season resonated with you a lot more. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. <laughs> that's what it yeah, because, like, the first season is all about uh, the main character, Kat Dennings. Her name is Jules. Yes, it is Jules. Okay. Because, uh, like, I, I thought it was Jules, but I'm also, like, balls deep in euphoria, so I had to make sure. <laughs> but uh, in this series, uh, the first season, the, like, very first ten minutes of the season – her boyfriend, her long-term boyfriend breaks up with her and mm-hmm. the whole season is her kind of spiraling to re- like, cause she realized like she pushed away her friends. She doesn't have a support system. The support system she has is uh, pretty much like her crawling back to her friends and her friends. Like, oh, wow. Like he broke up with you. You, you know, you, you walked away from us five years ago and it resonated with me because Especially back in high school, uh, I was like that. I was in a long-term relationship and I pushed away all my other relationships because I wanted to spend all my time and focus on this relationship, which obviously didn't turn out well. And I thought her journey of, you know, finding the importance of female friendship and all that throughout the entire first season is exactly what I kind of went through. Mm-hmm. so it really that's what hooked me the second season i really feel like is a lot more for you do you want to yeah <laughs> i'm gonna I'll comment on that a little bit okay. when i saw the first season um i definitely was like this is not i appreciated like what like how they presented it because it's very animated it's very visually pleasing and they catch you it's not like they're just like giving you this storyline that's kind of sad they're making it comical they're making it like very interactive with all of the the dramatics on the screen with the like they have like a talking cat like you guys have to watch it in order to kind of experience that part of it because that's honestly what caught me see yeah because of the first like i'm gonna keep like going back to the first episode so when everything is said and done with her and her boyfriend there's a lot of scenes that are like, I believe, hypotheticals in her head where it's like it's about a certain scenario, but they place it in like a different they put it in a different light. Uh huh. What was it? As soon as like she breaks up with her boyfriend, she gets on this public bus and it's like a, it's the struggle bus, basically. Yeah. And you're driving through and the cat lady who's driving the bus is like she's kind of Jules's voice of reason. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and she's explaining like, you know, we got to take you all the way back to the terminal because you got to go find your female friends because you don't want to end up like these girls out here. And like, you see this giant open field of women that are trying too hard to be guy girls. Yeah. So that they can have, they can, you know, basically do the opposite of what, of what you're supposed to do in a breakup, which is subjective. Um, I think there's not really a wrong, like, okay, there is wrong things to do, but like you said, it's subjective. There was at the rebound station mm-hmm. uh, when you got there or it's like to the actual terminal, you realize that like, that's when you realize she doesn't really have any friends anymore. Yeah. And she's like, what do you mean? I have friends, but it's like, I feel like that is talking about, you can honestly lose track of time so easily. Like when you think about people you haven't talked to, you're like, oh, like I talked to her not that long ago. And you realize it's been like three years since you've talked to that person. Mm-hmm. But then there's also this on, in the back of your mind. You're like, have I not talked to them or have we just let it, our relationship fade away? Right. Um, but if we jump into – so basically the first season – Jules reunites with her friends and she's like going through all the trials, trials, tribulations to try and get them back and prove that she is that like, she didn't do that. Like, she's like, I'm, I'm a better friend now, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then the second season resonates with me because I've always been like a career driven person, but like lately I've been kind of going into like do I want to travel more do I want to stay in this career like what do I want to do and is this kind of where I want to be in life and that's exactly what's happening with all of them so Jules um it's we're out we're fresh out of the pandemic and Madison which is her best friend which is played by Brenda Songs which casting is just the casting was fucking gorgeous like it is it's so great i absolutely love seeing brenda song do something other than play incredibly stupid (laughs) well honestly she's she we most of her know most of us know her from london tipton and sweet life on deck sweet life zach and cody but she's had a number of roles in a lot of netflix movies and like hallmarks that i haven't made an effort to see I personally have not seen any of them. You're right. There's that Netflix movie where like she gets in an accident or something, but yeah, I that movie. I do. And, oh, and she was also in, um, Wendy Wu homecoming, which she was really good in. Oh, um, that was still technically Disney. Yeah, I know it's Disney, but she didn't play a ditz. That's true. Yeah. So Brenda Song's great acting, Shay Mitchell, great acting. And then there also was, um, her name was Izzy oh, on the show. Shay Mitchell, she's in Pretty Little Liars, right? Yeah. Okay, I was wondering. Yeah, she is also in You. I haven't watched You. Oh, she was my favorite character in You. I stopped watching because that's a little too close to home for me. (laughs) I don't need to be thinking about somebody, like, watching me um, across the hall, like, across the street with Mm -hmm. binoculars. My, like, hell no. Um... But so Brenda Songs, like they're fresh out of the pandemic. Brenda Songs is basically like this badass agent who, um, well, I think she works at like a publishing company or something like that. I believe so. She's in marketing. Yeah. So she's like on top of her game, this like 
top exec and they start letting people go. So they fire her. And Jules is also like, doesn't know because at the end of the last season, there was like, oh, there's always a scandal. So at the end of the last season, Brenda Song's character was having, she was with this guy, she, who was cheating on his wife. His wife ended up being Jules's boss. Yeah. So like everything kind of blew up at this wedding that they were going to. Um, So that was. uh, Jules's ex's sister's wedding. Yes. Which, what? If y'all, y'all, if that sounds like something you were into, watch it because I was like, what the fuck? Okay, um, but like, to be completely me. honest, I liked that they did that because if I go back to my mindset in high school, I totally would have done that shit. But I totally wouldn't have gone to the wedding. I would have been like, what? Like, I feel like I would have. You would have? I feel like I would have because I'm a fucking pushover and I was head over heels for this guy. And, you know, like, I wanted to, like, almost prove to him or, like, him to him or to myself that I was over everything and I was fine, just like Mm -hmm. Jules did. Mm -hmm. Like, I get where she was coming from. I wouldn't do that now. I feel like I feel like you are so I feel like that's not why you would have gone. I feel like you feel such a such a sense of like I like how what is it like you feel such a sense of responsibility for people when you're in their lives, like, especially family wise, like you were in this family and I'm just like, they are not your fa-. girl. I remember just being on the sidelines. Like, do you not see the toxicity? Like when I actually spent time with you and around his family, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Yo, um, yeah. yeah they ha- do fucking now that I've like had my time and space and time away from them. Toxic as fuck. Oh, yes. My, no wonder he's so fucked in the head. I'll probably. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that's, I feel like that's why you would have went because you feel such a sense of responsibility for this family. Yeah. You would have been like, like, I promised them that I would go. I can't not go. And I'm like, bitch, it's not your fucking responsibility not to go in there fucking way. Like, that would have been me on the sidelines. Like, I'm like the little angel sitting on your show. Like, you want old him? I'm damn much. That would have been me. Um, And if it would have been me, I would have been like, I'm not fucking going. Like, yeah. No. Um, but I also have not been in that situation to like have like I haven't been in a serious relationship to like have somebody like I feel that way about somebody to be like, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Fuck you. Um, but yeah. So anyways, um, so at the beginning of the next season, you're seeing like the aftermath of that. So Jules doesn't know if she has a job because of what happened at the wedding with her boss and her best friend. Mm-hmm. So she is going into, she's like, I don't know if she's going to fire me, but instead of select her boss fire, we're firing her. She's like, well, I, I believe in you. And I think that you could be the next me. And it's giving her this incredible opportunity mm-hmm. while Madison's life is kind of falling apart. Not to mention that they also, because of the pandemic, they find their old, like, what is it, vision boards? Oh, my God. This is also a me. Like, we've, that, we've come to realize that, that is I am Madison you. and Emily is, is Jules. A hundred percent. Because <laughs> the way that they were talking about this whole vision board thing, because Joanna, for, ever since we started this podcast, has been trying to get me to do a vision board. How and is- yeah, you've asked me to do it a few times. But I, just, yeah, I feel like I treated it like jewels. I left it blank. I put a few dicks in the corner. Like, <laughs> Literally, she's like, she's like, oh, what's on yours? Dicks. 
<laughs> I obviously didn't take it seriously because and there's actually an episode somewhere that I never edited and never posted because I could not I couldn't listen to it like I was just like that was just a lot where um I'm like I'm asking Emily like what do you think about your future like because for some reason I have this ob- sick obsession with the future and like where I'm gonna be and where I want to be instead of living in the moment mm-hmm. I'm, we're working on it I feel like you should have a healthy foot in the future and a healthy foot in the past but also focus on the present um but this this episode is like me asking Emily like so what do you see in five years and then I don't remember what was said in the middle but you, she's like I'm not you like I just don't think about it like that and I'm like that doesn't worry you and then I start crying and then I don't remember Emily's reaction to that I was confused I was like I don't re- I don't know what's happening right now like I don't know I feel like, yeah, because, and I still feel the same way. Like, I'm not you, and no, it doesn't really bother me too much because, like, I am very much a go-with-the-flow type of person. I don't like to, like, plan things to the very, like, to the very end. And you do, and it's fine. But, I mean, you can't be, it's just, it's not me. And I and you're kind of seeing that in Dollface. Like, Madison's, like, Jules. Like, I feel like she's doing it. You know, she's doing it in a way that, like, we're, like, they're also turning 30. That's, like, a big theme. Yeah, yeah. They're also in their later 20s, you know, they're, yeah. Yeah, we we had this conversation, like, three years ago. Mm -hmm. Three three years ago. We were still very young. We're still young. We're in our, we're 25. I feel like they, it was right for them to have this conversation, and the way that Madison was going about it is a way that I am not mature enough to go about it. Like, I, it's still kind of it still kind of baffles me that like, like that you don't, you don't have a plan, but you low key have a plan. Like you've come these last couple of years. You're like, I've seen you kind of be like, well, I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. This is something like you're, I think, you're in your own way, developing your own plan. Yeah. You said it perfectly a few minutes ago. Like it's, you know, one step in the now, one step in the future. I yeah, but focusing on the present, but focusing on the present. Right. I agree that, you know, I do need to like start like, you know, having a little more of a plan. I'm like, you know, next move, next move. But at the same time, I'm not looking five, you know, 10 years in the future and be like, this is exactly what I want. Like, it's just like, okay, well, you know, like I have this idea. I'll, I'll explore that. Mm -hmm. That's where I am right now. But anyway, back to, back to you. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, you, you didn't really, you didn't have that when we were having this conversation, you were just kind of like floating. And I'm just like, that just worries me. Like I, I, if I, I wish I wouldn't have had that mentality when I was in high school, because I feel like I probably would have done, like, been a little bit better, because I had, like, quarter life crisis, whatever, when I didn't get into the college that I wanted to get into, Mm -hmm. and then I was like, well, what the fuck do I do now, and because the plan that I had for so long fell through, I felt lost, right, lost for, like, three years, and then found, like, oh, I want to go to L.A., and LA has been a whole self-discovery journey in its own self. But like I, I was saying, like, I do feel the way Madison is. Like, she had to basically do what I did three years, four, almost five years ago, is reevaluate her life and be like, this is what I want to do. And now I have to rebuild that. Mm-hmm. And then had that realization that that shit is fucking hard. And the one thing that she has that I don't, that I'm starting to get now 
is a support system. Like, I feel like I didn't really have the strongest support system like I did when I was in high school, or at least I felt that I was in high school. So, yeah. Do you think um, if, say that this show had come out like three years ago, back when like you were feeling, you know, you were feeling these feelings and I was feeling my feelings about the first season, do you think it would have helped kind of seeing them play out in a TV show because when I think about like certain things and I see other people going through it and like, this is going to be very cheesy, but you know, like it makes me feel not so alone. And like, you can like see how that specific scenario plays out and then Mm -hmm. like not plan accordingly, but like, you know, say like, Oh, that's not what I want to do. Or like, that's not how I would go about it. Mm -hmm. Like, do you kind of compare, like, do you think it would help you and would have helped you in any way to like kind of see how she went through everything in that season and then like try to like connect it to your own life? Because like, I feel like for the first season I would have done that Mm -hmm. because, you know, like I don't know how the fuck love works, especially going out of high school. Like, I thought that he was going to be my forever person, which is dumb, but say that because there are so many people that ended up that ended up with their high school sweethearts and they're they're you know living their best life that's fair uh I just mean like my specific situation Mm. but I mean for a long time like I didn't know how to be a good friend basically like I'll call it as it is I was a shitty friend for a few years and you know it was it took a it took a lot for me to like come to realization that you're there for me all the time. You're there for me no matter what. Maria was there for me no matter what. Like I had to focus more on the women in my life than mm-hmm. being dick crazy because I was a horny fucking person, basically. Yeah. And then you had to focus on yourself. That too. But you know, so. I feel like if I would have watched like this show it yeah. would have like given me a little more like insight. It would have uh, like I don't want to say would have helped me out, but I mean it would have been nice to see that because I felt like I was such a shitty person. I'm the only one doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it it hurt my esteem, my self esteem a lot, or my ego a lot. Whatever, which one ever one it is, and. I feel like if I had seen, you know, like how things played out throughout that whole first season, I feel like it would have just helped me out a little more to understand that it's not so uncommon. It's not, Mm -hmm. you just, you have to work on it yourself. Yeah. Um, Personally, I don't know because it's, it's very similar in a way, but it's also like, like I didn't have a successful career that I was banking on and I still I think it would have been like a nice reference I would have been like oh okay like I would have probably like referenced it but I don't know if it would have been like oh like an eye-opener because that kind of was your situation almost to a T yeah so that's why I was like this is crazy this is wild um I'm I'm excited to see what the next season is going to be. And like, we are approaching, um, we are approaching our 30s. The big, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I hate saying it. <laughs> we both made that cringe face. Like, Ugh. 
So like we, we're, we're approaching those times, but I feel like our 20s is our growing stage. Like we're supposed to learn as much as we can, make as many mistakes as we can. So then when we're getting into our 30s, then we like, like we got this. Now we just have to like, we're just like doing, we're building Legos right now. And we can knock those motherfuckers over as many times as we want to. But in our 30s is when we start using cement blocks. Ooh, I love that reference. Thank you. You're Thank so you. smart. <laughs> it depends on the day and like what stage of my period I'm on but <laughs> but like that's honestly how I feel now and I I that's why I love what Hulu is doing like I started watching after this show I started watching um what is it actually called it's like secret live of secret sex live of college students I thought that was on HBO no is it on Hulu is it you know what? I don't know. It might be on HBO. You want me to look real quick. I'm pretty sure it's on HBO. I think it is on HBO because no, yeah, it is because I asked for somebody's password so I could watch it. <laughs> I for it myself. I was like, this is the only show that I want to watch. I don't want to watch anything else. That's how I feel about Paramount Plus. Like, there's maybe three things I want to watch on Paramount Plus, but I don't want to fucking pay for it. Exactly. Exactly. You should have asked me when I did my my free week. I literally watched one movie and that I didn't watch anything else. But y'all like I just like I just feel like it's it's always good to check in. I feel like this is a good check-in moment for us to like talk about those things and those conversations are important and I'm glad that Hulu is recognizing that. Yeah, it's nice to have representation. Exactly. Let's talk about that for a second. In the show, in the first season, there there is representation like Shay Mitchell, Brenda Songs, and then we have like our token white girls. Yeah. Um, and then in the second season, we're seeing a little bit more representation. We have our token black gay male who's hitting all the boxes around the board. And then we also have a woman, like a white woman that's, I don't know if she's technically white, but we have like our special, that's, how do you say it? Like our, say, Brenda Song's friend is black. No, I'm talking about um I'm talking about the girl that's in the wheelchair. Oh, I believe she might be Is she disabled? Yeah, she is disabled, but I mean, I believe she's white. Yeah, so we have like that representation and then we also do have a little bit more colored people in this season than we did in the last season. We mm-hmm. have Lily, Lily Singh. She is she I think she did a really good job. I do think that she's playing like herself in the future i agree like that's exactly what i saw like i saw her personality and because she is bi and this could this could be a thing like that happens to her in the future Mm -hmm. end up having having a son um but then she also is she's indian so i'm not sure how like how that would play out but that's that'd be interesting to see Mm -hmm. um and then we all obviously still have Shay Mitchell, we still have Brenda Songs, and we have our token white girls. See, what I really like too is like the way we describe them. Like they're not caricatures either. They it's this character who just happens mm-hmm. to be gay, who just happens to be in a wheelchair, who just mm-hmm. you know. It's That's not, not yeah. Oh, I'm I'm the person in the wheelchair. Look at me, you know, kind of kind of stuff like that. It's not like it, it, it's it's there, but it's not there. Yeah, they don't they don't really the only the only the only thing that they did kind of like draw attention to with the gay with I don't remember his name, like the gay black man. Mm-hmm. 
was how there is a slight stereotype where they always go to the go to the gays for like tea and like like that's kind of they did do that with him like he was he was there at the job as like the comic comic relief and as the the token gay guy at work which i mean it wasn't as heavy as it has been in other shows and then um the young lady that was in the wheelchair they didn't draw attention to it at all yeah no i think they brought up anything want it once nope not at all but yeah but i a lot of like each and every character had their growing moment we didn't really talk about shay mitchell that much but she there mm, i just feel a little bit of myself a little bit of sagittarius energy in her and i was like i saw i definitely related more to like the corny white girl i forgot her name uh Oh my god, why did I just blank? Uh, oh my god, it was Oh my god, she's not an amber. Uh Izzy. Izzy. There we go. Izzy. I related to Izzy a lot because I can be awkward. <laughs> I I could have sworn you were like I didn't even know why she was there. The first season, no, I had no clue. And then they made her very more prominent the second season and I uh-huh. kind of liked that balance of, you know, because relatively all of the girls are cool girls yeah like just off the bat like they give off like that you know relaxed cool calm energy and she does not yes i feel like her a lot more than i feel calm and collect really yeah i mean it when it comes to like certain social situations i'm just like i am being weird i'm acting weird i can't stop like i need to it, yeah, it's a lot. Like I, I, I don't feel like that's in your head because, like, in my head. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, I was like, girl, like you are not like that at all when we're in social situations. Like it used to really irk me how you could just like just be yourself, and I'm over here like a ball of anxiety. Like, don't look at me, don't talk to me. I don't know how to. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to act. It also helps that I was with you though, because if it's just me, I'm like. and see that's what I don't see because like when we're together I feel more at ease because like I always describe Emily as my security blanket like in social situations I'm like if if Emily is not going I'm not going (laughs) I am not going and I mean like to be completely honest I feel like I can act that way just because I'm with you so Mm -hmm. like if something goes like awry you always catch it and like, like you bring it back to like a certain, to like whatever we were talking about. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like I can be myself because like, you know, my mannerisms, you know what I'm talking about when I'm not talking about that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. So it's, it, it, it soothes me a lot more to talk and just openly talk mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I have you. But Look at that. Me. I'll say the weird shit and nobody will understand what I'm talking about. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know another way I could say this. <laughs> right. So like, look at us being codependent on each other's personality. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Even, even like, even in LA, I'm like, I wish I had an Emily. <laughs> like, I don't want to go by myself. <laughs> oh, but, um, so like, I feel like what I saw in Shay, which I really, Stella, her name in the show is Stella. Yeah. So what I saw in Stella was like, 
she was always that person that likes to like bop from thing to thing and like try different things. She was, um, she was a bartender. She was a babysitter. She was a dog walker. She was a house sitter. Um, like she had, what did Brenda song call her? She's basically homeless with, with uh, designer clothes. Oh my God. This is on backwards. Yeah. But like, I don't, I'm like, I'm more stable in that. Like that's where I find my security is in stability and security. And when I don't have that, it kind of just falls apart. Yeah. But um, I like that is Sagittarius energy. Like I do, I do like to bop from like thing to thing to thing to thing. And it's if I don't feel validated in the thing that I'm doing, then it's hard for me to stay on it for long. That's that's why I have jobs and I feel validated in my jobs. And that's why I stay for so long. But when she was when her and um, when her and her girlfriend were having like this moment she's like I don't want to be something that you have to try at and I was like "Mm." (laughs) okay okay because I often feel that way with my dating life like I'll find a guy that like I'm not really into him but I know he's into me and I have this feeling I'm like I can really make this work but am I settling like I could really try to Mm -hmm. make this work but like then I'm like no because I'm settling. I don't want to have to be like, you know, I, again, you have not seen Sex and the City, but there's this one Sex and the City episode where Carrie's friend gets married and like, she's like hugging them, giving them stupid advice. And she hugs Carrie and she's like, it's always better to marry some, it's always, it's always better to marry somebody who loves you more than you love them. And then she, like, Carrie, like, looks like, it's like, oh, congratulations, and, like, walks away. And the whole episode is basically about that. And I'm, like, I have always remembered that and have no idea if that is true for me. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Sex in the City was dropping gems that you were not prepared for when I would, like, it's, like, I learn something new every time I watch it because I'm at a different stage in my life. Right. That's, ooh, ooh, that's got to be something we definitely talk about later. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because it's, <laughs> it's crazy. And yeah, as I continue to date in my 25 year, the span of whatever, um, that's something that I think about because I'm like, do I want to be in that relationship? I don't know. Right. Because it's always like, it's always a nice idea, right? Like, you Mm -hmm. know, oh, they love me no matter what. They love me more than them. But at the same time, it's like, are you settling? Do you want to be in a relationship where you don't feel the same way about the person that feels towards you? Yeah. It's like also like, you know, arranged marriages, love will grow. It's like, that's like the argument that I make if I do somewhat go that way. But then the person does something that I'm like, I really can't live with that for the next like 30 years of my life. Have you ever considered trying one of those like reality love shows? Yeah, I signed up for one. One? (laughs) Married at first sight. Stop it. (laughs) I think you should try Love is Blind. Really? No, there's, oh my God. There's this new one. I don't know if I was telling you about it. I was telling my mom about it. There's this new one. It's like basically The Bachelor, but there is like medieval. So like they dress up in like, like, um, like, I think it's like 1800s type of wear with the corsets. All over you and you're going to be pissed. 
it's not my clothes, so I don't give a fuck. But it's literally, it's literally just like that. Like the men court you, and I'm just like, where do I sign up? Like I, it wasn't new. I saw the trailer and I was like, where the fuck do I start? <laughs> like it's literally, literally like dating in like the 1800s. Okay, I get the romance of it. I don't know if the 1800s are exactly where I want my love life to land. I just love like the dress. They're in a castle, like the clawfoot tubs. Like the men having to fight for me, horses. Yes, absolutely. There's a fucking fly in my room, and that's gonna bug me. Um. <laughs> so yeah, not to mention also in the show, um, Jules is okay. If y'all know Criminal Minds, Reed, Reed is Jules' love interest in both seasons. Ah, uh. which you had me. You had me. And he's, like, low-key playing, like, this toxic version of, like, I think I feel like it's testing her. I was going to say, is it toxic? Yeah, I feel like it's toxic. Like, he's basically, in the second season, like, they meet again. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, she thinks he's, like, the person. Like, oh, my God, he's the one. And, like, we're going to be married. Well, not married. We're going to, like, get back together and, like, do this thing. Because it always it always seemed like right person wrong time and mm-hmm. turn during both seasons of the show but he ends up getting quarantine girlfriend and then this girlfriend ends up yeah. basically yeah so it's talking like he, the he's, whole second season i didn't take that into consideration because i was thinking more of like you know when she calls him and she's like you know i'm thinking about you and he's over with another girl and i'm like that's not really toxic because she told him that she couldn't be with him Mm-mm. So, I mean, like, you can't be mad at that. But the whole second season, yeah, that was all bullshit. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm going to break up with her. Oh, like, I'm just, I'm triggered by the entire experience. So, and then she meets, like, this other dude that seems to be, like, cool. And, like, they could vibe. And he has, like, a whole accent. And I'm just like, yes, always go for the accent. <laughs> like, I lost, that's how I lost my rigidity. The accent. The accent fucking got me. What the fuck was that? The fucking charger, man. Oh, uh, the accent always gets me. So, yeah. But I think honestly, I think those are like the show was really good. I think that y'all should watch it. It's and a high recommend for us. It is a high recommend. And then the second one, which if Emily ever watches it, which I think she should, is um, Secret Lives of College Students or whatever the fuck it's called on the on Secret Sex Lives of College Students or something. There you go. God. <laughs> it's so good i was so irritated by by how good it was and i was like brah this is like my roommate recommended it and i'm like i'm mad that you think you know me this well but i love it (laughs) um was literally my response she was like i feel like you would really like it let's just watch one episode all right (laughs) 10 seasons later oh (laughs) or 10 episodes 10 episodes later whoa I love I love TV shows like that because it's just like all right I'll try one and then like your whole fucking day just is gone and it's literally just twenty five minutes an episode and there are only ten episodes I didn't realize that until I got to the end and I was like what the fuck <laughs> where's the rest exactly like mm-hmm. and it's it's I believe it's produced it's produced slash written by Mindy Kaling who Mindy Kaling who is that Mindy Kaling. You can say her name all you want. 
I hate the way you just mimic me. That's some shit I would say. I don't care how many times you say her name. It's not going to make me yeah, recollect you what you say. You say her name in any type of inflection. I don't know who that is. Yes, I, you I, do, though. Okay. What is her name? Mindy Kaling. Mindy. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, I know who that is. She's. <laughs> I have two questions. First of all, how dare you? What? That, what that's her. That's a quote from her. Oh, I was, I was like, um, you do know her name. Like, you yes, do yes, know no, who she is. No. In, like, The Office, she's like, uh, I have two questions. First question, how dare you? <laughs> I didn't watch her at all in The Office. I have seen The Office because other people... Watched, sh- I've only ever watched her on The Office. She's oh, okay. I'm like, mm, I literally have only seen The Office when people, like, like they show them in work training seminars. Oh, I watched the Mindy Project. I definitely watched the Mindy Project. I watched a few episodes of the Mindy Project. I feel like I should watch that again. I liked it. And then I and then like I died off. But I really like I really like the show and I'm glad it's not just her humor in it. Because I feel like that would like her humor can be just a bit much sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I really like the show and I like all the characters and like the guys are just hot as shit. Like it just speaks to because I have a secret thing for Asian men, but not even secret. It's just I was gonna say, is it a secret? No, not really. It's not really a secret. Um, I just yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess we can end it here. So yeah, all right. Yeah, thank you for listening, guys. So uh, don't forget to check out our cocktail hour on our Instagram and TikToks. Yes, please. They will be down in the description below. Rate us rate us you can rate us now on spotify so scroll up follow and then rate us five stars we deserve five stars five stars 4.5 if you're feeling frisky but you better have a good reason exactly and then write us a little comment why you think we're 4.5 okay all right we love you guys we'll see you in the next one and peace out bye